Hi, welcome back to Redemption. Chapter 3, Faith Over Fear Faith and fear are present in an equal measure within us. Fear is associated with the evil one, that is in turn associated with the worldly norms. Although faith is associated with God, and God blesses us with His grace that makes us firm in faith, letting go of fear. Some of us get stuck in a dilemma where on one side we believe that God will take care of our uncertain situation. But then we also have this small fear deep down in our hearts, questioning us with, what if? No, no, I trust him, just what if? We have all come across such a situation, and so have I. This is one kind of a fear, the fear of what tomorrow holds. Like for example, what if tomorrow never comes? Matthew chapter 6 verse 34 says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. There are so many other fears that some of us may face. The fear of darkness, the fear of failures, or the fear of losing people. Or say someone is anxious over their exams, or job interviews, so many more. I used to have so many of these irrational fears. I have learned to overcome this only with the Word of God. When you start to read the Word of God, God speaks to you. You are then blessed with knowledge to be able to let go of these fears. Because the love Jesus has for you is mightier than your fears. And His love leaves no stone unturned. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Fear is what will make you say what if something happens. But faith will make you say, Whatever happens, my Lord is by my side. I have nothing to fear. I'd like to read Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 to 33, where we can see why faith is a necessity when fear tries to subjugate you. This is the part where the disciples are on their boat after Jesus had fed the 5,000. And Jesus was walking up to the disciples on the lake. By seeing this man-like figure on the water, the disciples were petrified. And Jesus tells them not to be anxious to which Peter replies, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Consider yourself as Peter in this case. You are leading your life pleasing to God, and you are walking towards God on the water. Your fears is this strong, thundering wind and the sea. As long as Peter had focused his eyes on Jesus, he walked on water. When he looked around at the world, fear crept into him and he started sinking. Similarly, 
If you keep having faith, you would walk closer to Jesus, overcoming this fear. But if you begin to doubt and you start becoming anxious and worried, oh boy, you will drown just like Peter. But don't worry. Just like how Peter called on to Jesus for help, you can do that too. And like how Peter was saved, you will be saved. The Bible will keep you from fear, and your fear will keep you from the Bible. Now you decide, are you going to be caged behind your fears, or are you going to take the word of God as your sword and your shield? I fell in love with one of these quotes I came across the other day by Dr. Carol Peters, and I quote, When you are troubled, run into his arms through worship. Grab onto him and hold on as if your life depended on it, because it does. End quote. These fears keep us from the knowledge that God keeps open to us in the Bible. These irrational fears that we come across, all they do is drive us away from keeping our thoughts on Christ. They focus on breaking down the very purpose of faith. We all know Abraham, the father of all nations, and how God decided to test Abraham. He asked Abraham to sacrifice his one and only son. Abraham went the next morning with his two servants and his son. And just when Abraham was about to slay his own son, an angel of the Lord appeared before Abraham from heaven and stopped him from slaying his son. And he proved his integrity to God. Abraham didn't fear anything and trusted God in everything. That is the faith we have to try and live up to. We need to focus ourselves on God and to what He wants us to be and what He wants us to do. We all have a purpose in this world, with our main target as to be blameless with Christ in our hearts on the day of the judgment. God can use us to do so many other things on this earth, like spreading the gospel through different means or helping a friend in trouble and directing their lives towards God to be saved. These fears will try and steer us away from that goal if you let it take captive over your thoughts. You see, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, it's written that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Take control of your thoughts and direct it towards Christ with the Bible as your daily bread. Let us take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us all together to listen to your word and praise your name. We come before you as we direct our thoughts and our minds towards you. We pray that you strengthen our hearts with the same faith Abraham lived by and pray that you continue to take control of our lives. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. I hope you all have a blessed and a safe week ahead. We'll meet again next week. And until then, may God bless you all and your families. Bye-bye.